I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren. And this is Whispers in the Basement. (laughs) I don't even know. Me neither. In a silly, goofy mood today. A goofy, goofy mood. Honestly, I've been singing Adele. All freaking like the first like three words too, but it's not even some. Sometimes it's not even to the right like tune. (laughs) No, I just switch it up. (laughs) Lord, it's cold outside. It's not that cold. It's above freezing. It's chilly. We did get some snow last night. It did snow quite a bit. I love like whenever it snows and it's at night. Yeah, I guess. I just like when it's snowing. It snows and it's quiet. Oh, I thought you were like getting like how. I don't like when it snows at night because then I can't really watch it. Oh, I love it. I love it because I can see it in the streetlights. Okay, yeah, I cannot. Yep, I can. And I can like see it. um, If I look out the back door, there's enough streetlights down the in other people's lights. I can just see the little. It Mm -hmm. just makes it such a cozy feeling. I say that now. In six weeks, I'll be like, get the fucking snow out of here. Yeah, you are anti-snow once it hits February. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was not. Well, did it snow yesterday? No. Uh, it was, it was just last before. night. Yes. The day before, it was also. Yeah, there was like one point we had some. No time. Yes. Yeah. It, there was like one point where we had some pretty decent sized. They were huge. Fluffy looking mm-hmm. snowflakes. Yeah. Those yeah. are my favorite. Same. Yeah. I like whenever they like land on my car and I can see all of the, uh, like tips of it. Tails. Yeah. I like when it gets cool. What? Whenever you would like try to, uh, catch snow on construction paper so that you could see like the details of your snow. No. Snowflake. Uh uh. Oh, you were gypped out of childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Uh, I went to the same school you did, bastards. Wait, which school did you go to? Well, what grade are we talking? I don't know. I feel like I was definitely in elementary school. I went to Moberly. Yeah, but which school in Moberly? Uh, we didn't have Gratz Brown. Oh, uh, I feel like this was in like Cater too. So I would have been at East Park. Okay, I was also at East Park. So I was early nineties. I had a cooler teacher than you, apparently. Uh... There was something else I was going to tell you that had to do with the snow. Oh, I like when it gets, like, it's big enough and fluffy enough that it, like, actually shows in your hair. Oh, yeah. That's it's not true. just, like, a wet drop. Yep. And I that's what it like was the, the other day. Like, wet feeling after, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just nice fluffy. Nice and fluffy. Fluff McGuff. I guess it was a good. Nope. Did she get out yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, the 28th. Never mind. I was going to say it was a good day for Gypsy Rose to get let out. Dude, there were these girls on TikTok that made a video. They were going out drinking last night. And uh, their slogan for the night was Tipsy Hose for Gypsy Rose. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. That's iconic, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty It's pretty creative. That yeah. could be like a yearly tradition. So how What do you... I know you follow this more than I do because uh-huh. I, like, I knew she was getting out. I don't follow, like, all of the little arms and branches that come off of it yeah and the other people that follow her i don't do all of that Mm -hmm. so what do you think what do you think she did okay so i definitely know that her husband picked her up wait back the truck up is she like she's married yeah so the story behind like how she met her current husband yeah yeah is that whenever sorry i was thinking of the guy that 
No, oh, okay. they're not together. Yeah, I knew this that. This is a different guy that she met while she was in jail. Okay. But so the guy that um, she's currently married to, he's actually a teacher. And his friend wanted to write a letter to the Tiger King. And okay. he said, well, if you write a letter to Tiger King, then I'll write a letter to Gypsy Rose. And that's what started their whole love affair. Oh, okay, so I have to, I have to admit, like... I, you know, we live off of, I say we live off of, like, I watch a lot of true crime, uh-huh. Dateline, stuff like that. And I have talked to you about this before, about how I have wanted to just, like, randomly write somebody, uh-huh. like, Jody Arias. Right. I would just write her. She writes back. She yeah. I, but I would back. only do it with the intention of, like, I get a letter back because I would frame it and be like, that was from Jody Arias. And she also sells... Her art. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I did. And I thought about buying a piece just so I could say, like, yeah, that's from Jodi Arias. (laughs) Yeah. I know that um, there's another girl that I follow on TikTok that she was on love during lockup with her husband. And her whole shtick on TikTok was that her husband's in prison and that he pampers her with all of these rich gifts. And I was so curious. So I bought the season on... Amazon Prime so that I could watch it because mm-hmm. I was very invested in like what made them them mm-hmm. and where is he getting this money if he's in prison and so he actually is a tribal member for somewhere I think in like North Dakota and he gets, gets a like cut. ten to twelve thousand every month from the casino yeah that they own yeah yep so yeah she's like you can't say out. that I think he's crazy though because he like in the show or whatever um that's not politically correct you know that right yeah <laughs> our, our i got corrected yeah i got corrected on <laughs> you can't say that it's true mm, yeah. sorry um, um yeah no but okay so gypsy rose's husband picked her up because she got released at midnight on the 28th and then they stayed at a hotel and then the next morning they went shoe shopping and she got her little pair of tinny shoes and, um, <laughs> I like, know, you know, she got tennis shoes. Yeah, okay. It, like posted it. Yeah. That she would put it. I think that paparazzi followed her into the store. And Interesting. Were In, wait, her. is she in Springfield? I don't know where she's living. She got out of chill coffee. Oh my God, Lauren. What if she went shoe shopping here? <clears throat> I truly don't think so because it was a pretty big store. Maybe it was like Kansas city. I don't know. Chillicothe is pretty close to Kansas City. I would have City. to look that up. But I know that um, her stepmom, and I think that her stepsister has posted, um, her stepsister created a TikTok a long time ago so that it would be used to provide Gypsy Rose updates mm-hmm. or whatever. And I know that her mom did an interview where she said that they were going to go have like a girls' date where they go get their hair done and manicures and all of that. So she's going to be living her best life honestly how do we feel about that it's I such mean, a controversial i feel like her case. mom did her dirty and she did she's getting a second chance I so also, take take yeah. advantage no, i don't want to say advantage nurture it yes be humble about it and do good i also don't feel like she needs to deep dive right into social media i think she needs to like reacquaint with the world it is today society yeah yeah, and, like, somebody also needs to moderate her oh, yeah. like usage with 
social media because I feel like she could easily be taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so. When does he get out? Mm, he's not. He's in forever. Yeah, he got a way worse life sentence than she did. Which, kind of double standard, I mean. Yeah. But she was, like, a victim of Munchausen's by proxy or whatever, so. He was a victim of a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Every guy would say that. Yeah. You gotta feel a little bad a little bit. I mean, yeah, kind of that. She gets to go live her life and because he. She got a spa day and he doesn't. Yeah. And new tinny runners. Some kind of spa day in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because she is from around here to see. Yeah, everything happened with her mom in Springfield. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And if she was in Chill Coffee, that's not that far from here. That's where we bought my car. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't even know where Chill Coffee is on the map. It's up, so it's past Macon, and then it's over towards Kansas City. Oh, so is it like over by Brookfield? On the other side of Brookfield. Mm. Yep. Yeah, because that's a big women's prison there. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half from here. Not bad. Yeah, you've got like Chilla Coffee and then St. Joe's over there too, so. Okay. All right, I understand now. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Well, uh, today's my episode. Yeah. We don't really have a, I don't have a way to segue from Gypsy Rose into that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just do not. Clean break. Um, yeah, so... Lauren has no idea what my episode's about. I don't. I didn't really know what my episode was going to be about until a couple days ago, actually. I have, um, like, a whole ongoing list of things in my head that I want to cover, but I have really just been enjoying time off. Yeah. You like, got the whole week off. Mm-hmm. Like, I ha- there's been days I haven't even got out of my PJs. Yeah, she's been rotting on the couch, which is, I mean, she needed it. Yeah, legit rotting and watching. a forced rotting with some grippy socks on. Yeah. <laughs> and watching Sister Wives. Yes, I'm so glad. Yeah, I dove into it. Um, so it's been quiet on the social platform home front for a while. I kind of took some time yesterday to uh, look at some things that we could do next year. I've ordered our stickers. We've got two, two or no, three, four different types of stickers that we're going to have. Um, and we've kind of been talking about what hopefully next year looks like, which I think good. Yeah. I I think it's going to go good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that being said, I haven't really had a, a lot of brain capacity or power to like really, sit down and say, okay, this is my next episode. This is my next episode. And so the other night I got online and I was just like looking through, I like mysterious places, Mm -hmm. uh, like the Crescent. That's a a mysterious area, creepy building. I like places like that. So I decided to do a forest. Oh, love it. And, um, today I'm going to cover the Hoya Bachu forest. I didn't figure you would. So, um, while there is a long list of haunted forests in the world, one of the top five creepiest is the forest of Hoya Bachu. Hoya Bachu is located in Transylvania in Romania. Okay. And it consists of, uh, three square kilometers of very dense forest. The forest runs. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about how the forest, like the, layout and the land formations that are in it. So the forest runs alongside a mountain range 
and it contains an oak grove to the south step. And there's uh, limestone formations that form a valley of asymmetrical slopes to the northeastern end. And then a small natural lake located upstream from those limestone formation slopes. There's also several natural springs with potable water at the north ridge of the forest. And it is it sits very close to... I'm not even going to try to pronounce the city because I will butcher it, but it does sit very close to one of the largest cities in Romania. Oh, okay. Romania, Transylvania. So, um, the Hoya Bacu is the oldest Neolithic Romanian settlement, and it's found at, um, I'm sorry, it contains the oldest Neolithic Romanian settlement, which is found at the northern ridge of this forest, and it's said to have been established in 6500 BC. So it's old. Yeah. Tombs and houses from this settlement were discovered between the 1960s and 1994. So are there still people there? No. Okay. No. Uh, So today, the forest is really used as a recreational destination. They have bike trails that are out there along with other outdoor outdoor activities such as paintball, airsoft, and archery. Um, So it's like an – it would be like one of our national parks. You can go and – hike and bike and all the cool views yeah it's just do you want to do that after i tell you (laughs) about this so um yeah so as warm as inviting as this quote-unquote travel destination may sound right now it has been deemed as the bermuda triangle of romania Stories of paranormal activities, tales of disappearances, strange sightings, and even odd natural characteristics of this place have circled through the world for decades. So the name, Hoyabachu, um, literally translates to the shepherd forest. Mm. And there's a reason why. Um, I cannot wait to find out. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you. So it translates to the uh, shepherd's forest because a shepherd at one time, I think I read uh, like the 1920s is when this happened. Mm -hmm. A shepherd, along with his flock of 200 sheep, disappeared upon entering the forest, never to return. Like the sheep also did not return? All of them gone. Yep. Um, But the forest wasn't actually really thrust into international popularity until the late 1960s when a military technician by the name of Emil, I'm probably going to butcher his last name, but I'm giving it a shot, uh, Barnia, Emil Barnia, uh, photographed what claimed, what he claimed to be a UFO hovering over an area of the forest known as the Clearing which I'll tell you about this in a minute. So this was not the first claim of a UFO spotting, but what did make this sighting different than others was the fact that Emil had nothing to gain from reporting this, but rather everything to lose. Communist government equated the belief in paranormal as someone who was going mad. So he, again, because he's military. um, And him... Like PTSD. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And they thought like, oh, if... Yep. Kind of, I feel like we have the same thing with our military. Well, maybe not now, today. No, I agree. That those files have become open. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, you didn't report things like that. Well, and even we had those. Because they would say like, are you wanting to report a UFO? Well, I feel like there was even the, what, UFO hearing that came out not too long ago. And it's like all of these veterans and they're 
Oh, yeah. They're Eric- recounting their story. And, you know, if you explain it to some people, they're like, no. Yeah. No, not true. And I'm like, why would these people make this up and go on record yeah. in court? Well, and there's video. Yeah. There is video of it, too. But, yeah. So, and this is in the 1960s. So, yeah, you definitely, you definitely don't report that stuff. But he did. He reported it. So, um not only did the government look at him as somebody who was going mad, but they also thought that he had state sabotage. So he ended up losing his job. And like, I took it as somebody that's not trustworthy that could cause sabotage to the, yeah, to the government just was not, you don't conform to us. Does that make sense? So that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. You're dangerous. Because what country is Romania in? Or is Romania a country? I think it's like a... Well, Romania is a country. But I think it's... So if I... It's not Russia. It's not Russia. But it's like... outside of Russia? Yeah. But it's like in that little grouping area over there. They get very tiny. Yeah. Sort of over in that area. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah. He lost his job. And he didn't receive hardly any support for what his claim was. Um, regardless of his story, since then, there have been plenty of other reports of strange lights and objects in the sky in the forest location and reports of being encounters as well. So I mentioned the clearing. That's where he saw that UFO. So that's what we're going to talk about real quick. So the clearing is an area in the forest that's super eerie. Um, as I mentioned before, the forest is very dense, Mm -hmm. like there's not a light, not a lot of light in there at all because there's so many trees, lots of trees, lots of vegetation until you reach the clearing. So as you're walking, even from aerial views, you see all of these trees and then they just stop in a circle. I'm imagining um, like the, you know, the clearings and signs whenever they're going to yep. the cornfield and they're like, it it very much like that. It would be like if you were walking through a cornfield and you just get to a spot where there's nothing. Yeah. That's, that's exactly clearing. what it looks like. Yep. So the clearing is a it's an area located deep within the forest and it appears to be a location where nothing will grow. So if you look up pictures of it online, it has grass, but outside of that, there's nothing. It's nearly a perfect circle of nothingness in the middle of trees that just appear to stop. Uh, soil samples have been taken of the area to um, test to see if they could figure out why nothing will grow in that area. But for the soil sample, they're fine. The soil shows um, elements that, and signs that vegetation should be growing. Right. But well, nothing grows. No one ever trees do their spring thing. I'm even thinking of like the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Spreading. Yeah. Yep. So nothing. Wild. No reason why. Can't figure it out. So, uh, Life just doesn't really work in the clearing, which has given way to the theory or the myth that the clearing is possibly a portal to another world. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the clearing doesn't grow vegetation, but I mentioned there's lots of trees. So I want you here in a minute, I'm going to hand you your phone and I want you to Google these trees because they are the strangest looking trees but they're so cool at the same time. So the trees are probably the most popular and talked about things in the forest. Um, if you pull up pictures of them, um, you will see that they're bent. 
They're bent trees. So Transylvania, because that's where this is located, is Transylvania, Romania. Okay. Right? It already has a creepy image behind it due to Vlad the Impaler, Dracula. Yeah, That's yeah. what he was known as. Um, but looking at these pictures, this area does seem to be a perfect image of what a spooky forest should look like. So many of the pictures are foggy and seem cold, but those trees, they're twisted or bent. They appear skeletal-like with bony arms that reach up towards the sun and are often deformed and show signs of being charred or burnt on their trunks with no explanation as to why. The zigzagging of the trees all appear to go counterclockwise. They all go the same way. Uh, This has baffled experts for years, and they can't really explain why the trees grow this way. Are the trees only located in this area? Yes. Okay. Yep. As I mentioned, if you were looking at a picture of them um, or of the forest, if you Google this forest, a lot of the pictures appear foggy. That's a perpetual mist that thickens during certain times of the day, which creates this eerie, bleak image. And people willingly go... Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, So to make it more unsettling, not only are you going to encounter a clearing where no life grows or these odd, bent, almost corkscrew looking (laughs) at time trees. Mm -hmm. There's also an absence of sound. So like whenever it's snowing, Uh it's silent. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a lot of areas in the world that are like this. Right. Where it's almost deafening how quiet it is. Yeah. That's what this forest is. There's so, like, no sound. No wildlife or anything? No. Mm. Nope. Um, some travelers have reported that while walking through the forest, they've also spotted odd markings on the tree trunks and on the ground in some areas, which made me think of. Okay, good. Are you going to say the Blair Witch? No, I wasn't going to. I was just watching you. It makes me think of the Blair Witch. Oh. Do you remember when they were making like, um, uh, to be honest, I really don't remember it. Like my mom let me, my mom and my aunt watched it with me whenever I was really young, but I don't think I've watched it. I knew it was like recorded with the camcorder though. Yeah, it was. Cause the ending's scary, right? <laughs> the yeah. ending is still, it still terrifies me. It's yeah. so, it's not dumb. It's just so cheaply made. And it's, the ending is literally like, why does that scare you? It's the thought behind it. And no, like, you know, it's even worse. The ending of that freaking movie. that was We're going to talk Netflix. about it. We're going to talk about it. I think I have that in my notes okay, to talk good, about. I want to rage about that. Um, but it's like they, she, the, the Blair Witch made like these twig like, yeah, it's dolls? like, yeah, like dolls are like, they're very, mm-hmm. like, they look like a rune, a ruin. Is that what they're called? I should know. That's my ancestry, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have like, it's like a, it almost looks like a witch, a witchcraft or an old, yeah, old language type um, marking. Okay. So that's, those are found in the ground, like in the dirt and on trees in this forest. For no reason. It's very creepy. Very creepy. So tales and stories have been whispered from generation to generation in this area. I've mentioned the shepherd and his sheep, none of which were ever seen again. But there's also a story of a five-year-old girl who went into the forest and disappeared for five years before she stumbled back out, unaged, unchanged, and without recollection of the time that she'd missed. Oh, okay. So that kind of... That story kind of reminds me of the uh, show Manifest on 
Uh-huh. Um, I guess it's on. It was like a primetime show. Yeah. Or is isn't there uh, also a show called the four? Is it four eleven? It's about, so basically it's about the amount of people. I think that's, it's the amount of people that have gone missing in national forests. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched that. You got to watch that because it's the amount of people that go missing or just disappear. Um, insane. And a lo- this one guy does a lot of research as to why. And he comes up with some, a couple of things that I'm going to mention at the very end of this mm-hmm. as these other national forests have um, so why people go missing and they're never seen again. But there is a story that he tells where a boy goes missing from his family, which is walking behind them. They turn around and he's just gone and they find him or somebody sees him years later, but he's like up on a mountaintop and he looks like he looks the same way that he looked the day he went missing. So it's almost like, I guess this guy's theory is that they step into a Different, like, like a portal. Yeah, a portal. Like a time, a different dimension. Mm. Which creeps me out. Yeah, gives my brain the heebie-jeebies. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, this is also fed into the belief of portals in the area into other worlds or different dimensions. And those who walk the edge of the forest have often reported the feeling of being watched. And they claim to see a set of eyes looking at them from deep inside the dark. Oh, no. Yeah. That's one of those... Um, that's one of those rules that I got off a of Tiki Talk about the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, yeah. Don't look into the woods. Yeah, I need that's to what they say. Episode of that. Yep. Um, so, those that are brave enough to access the trails that I talked about often talk about feeling sick, having headaches, anxiety, and their electronic devices failing, leaving one to think that there's a higher magnetic pull in this area. And then there's the issue of some claims of lost time. So some people have gone in and come out and can't recall the time that they, they lost, they've lost time somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those that enter also talk about how they've seen faces appear in thin air, mysterious orbs of light, and what seems to be apparitions that disappear also into thin air. People claim to hear women's voices in the trees and can recall lost memories of the past while they're in the woods, but cannot seem to remember a thing once they've exited, which is really weird to me. One account that I read um, about detailed a man who stayed overnight in the woods and was awoken in the middle of the night by some hoofed presence. Mm -mm. (laughs) Often, or I'm sorry, others um, have been violently ill. Or experienced rashes on their skin, which is crazy to me. This, again, goes back to the theory of a high magnetic field or the possibility of this area containing a large amount of radiation. Whenever you said rash, it reminded me of uh, the movie Cabin Fever. Whenever there was, like, this one part where this girl was going to shave her legs and... Do you know what it made me think of? Starts peeling up as she's shaving. I think this is the part where I was going to talk about. Yep. Um, Let me read this next part and then I'll bring it up. Um, So this large amount of radiation or that they think that it is the rashes, the sickness, um, the headaches that's been reported by the natives of the land going back as far as the time of settlement. So one thing that I did want to mention 
um, is, and this is very scientific-y, but it's found, it's been found during the transitional states between beta and gamma radiation. Mm. So during that transitional phase, um, you often have, you often amplify a magnetic distortion. So during the transitional state of beta and gamma, your magnetic distortion is amplified. And because of that, um, many people have said that they can see they can see the appearance of white or translucent humanoid figures. So it's a very scientific yeah. thing. Like be, during that, it's I think of it like electricity. Or like when the like you know whenever people say like the veil is thin. On. Yes, you can see these things. Mm-hmm. So going back to the radiation thing, that's what made me think of that movie. That we watched with the awful ending. Because remember the sound? Those, the the sound? sound? Yes. It was causing like some form of radiation, a higher radiation, which is what made him sick. And he started to lose his teeth. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So that's what I thought about when I was writing that. I was like, oh, just like that movie. The movie sucked. It was a good movie. It could have been so much better. The it was a, it was a good movie. The ending is what ruined the whole thing. Well, so I was telling my mom um, and my stepdad, I was like, "Do not even waste your time watching it." I was like, "It's going to look like it will be so freaking good." I and I was like, and then you get to the ending and you're pissed. You wasted your whole day. Yeah, you're pissed. And so my mom, as I'm telling her this, she was she's like, "Kevin, uh, isn't that the movie that we're watching right now?" And I was like. Well, you're screwed because when you finish it, you're going to be so pissed at the ending. And so then, like, the next morning, I went over uh, to the camper or whatever because they were visiting. Um, And my mom was like, oh, we finished that movie this morning? And she was like, that ending was so bad. Yeah. And I was like, I told you. Yeah. Like, don't even waste your time. Save yourself that two hours. Yep. I'm going to circle back to that. Okay. Because I want to give my input, too. Okay. And my experience. But, yeah. (laughs) Um, so that's what I thought about with the radiation. Um, there's lots of strange things that this forest has to offer. It's baffled visitors along with scientists for years. And it's been said that this area might be an area for a portal as paranormalists like to think it is. But scientists actually suggest maybe it's the unique flora and fauna of the area that, um, are the result in some of the paranormal sightings and strange naturistic uh, features of the land. Either way, it's an enter-if-you-dare area. Some people have been too frightened to step foot, while others are completely comfortable with exploring and using the trails that have been put in place. So you said something earlier like, no, thank you. I wouldn't go in there. There are a lot of people that go in there to do yoga. What? (laughs) Don't ask me why. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe the absence of silence. Could you imagine doing a sound bath? Not in that forest. I would be afraid that I'd probably never come out again. Or or you could be stuck in there for five years that you don't know. In and an never ate. In ultimate ate. meditative state. That's very out, true. It's like, wow, I'm rotted in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but you do you, boo. Yeah, no, you I, do you. I'm good. 
the location of this forest in the nearby cities, I think, add to the mystery and the mystique behind it as well. It's located near the second most popula- populated city in Romania, and that city is known as the unofficial capital of Transylvania. So, although you won't find any vampires there, what you do find are castles and fortresses that you can explore. I was going to say, I thought that there were castles there. Oh, yeah. It'll make you feel like you step back in time. That's cool. Yeah. So that's it on the Bachu Forest, the cool, Hoya Bachu Forest. It's very creepy. Uh, of, uh, Jesse Huchapa's last name. Huchapa. We will, uh, I'll find pictures okay. of the trees um, and that'll be on our Instagram. And then, yeah, it's just, there's not a whole heck of a lot out there. Not as much as, you know, what you find on the um the suicide forest in Japan. I was getting ready to say, yeah. But there are these very odd s- s- locations around the world. And it's very weird to me that they form a triangle because the holy number is oh, yeah, three. The holy trinity. The holy trinity. Yeah. Um, so it's just very, it's like, I feel like it all ties together, but you've got the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. You've got this triangle. There's a triangle that I think think also encapsules the Japanese forest. You've got the, there's a triangle up in Massachusetts. It, they're just like along these certain sections of the, of the world. And it's just so weird to me. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I wonder if somebody's done a deep dive on like all of the, like the meaning behind all of the triangles. I don't know, but I did, I have seen how, um, are they called monolithic locations? They kind of like, they, especially across seas, they all go in a line, almost like a, um, Oh, what am I thinking of? Acupuncture. Uh You know, like you, when you get acupuncture, it's done in certain areas of your body to like help your body. It's almost like these monolithics, monolithic sites are like little acupuncture points throughout the world that amplify maybe the magnetic Mm -hmm. field or something that the earth has to offer in that area. It's very strange how they're like all along a line, a ley line, I think is whenever one of those monoliths blew up not too long ago. Uh Uh-uh. Really? Which one was it? I don't remember where I thought it was here in the U S maybe it wasn't a monolith and I'm just being dramatic. I can't remember now. One of them exploded, and we were all like, oh, the world's ending because those things never explode. But now I don't remember. I feel like you and I, you, me, and Darcy talked about it at some point, but now I don't remember. I don't either. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was vague. I guess somebody Way to go, Lauren. <laughs> we'll have to look it up. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. Um, so I'm going to go back to that movie real oh, quick. Yeah. What is it called? You would ask me that. Well, just because I'm sure that I'm gonna. gonna yep, I'm gonna Google it real quick. I shall return. It's got Sandra Bullock in it. Nope. Nope, it doesn't. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. They're almost the same person. (laughs) That's actually a whole, whole ass different person. (laughs) Uh, Okay. No, just kidding. Uh, Leave leave the world behind. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um. Yeah. So. The movie to me started out very like Midnight Shyamalama Ding Dongish, <laughs> and um, it was I I hate how I mean I know they do it for anticipation purposes, but like suspense or whatever. 
I get so annoyed when I'm like, just explain the fucking story. Why are we 30 minutes into this? And we don't even know what this, like, why this guy is here. Like, just fucking explain the story. But the fact that, like, the movie itself, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. The idea behind it is very scary. Well, and the fact that the Obamas... Because that could totally, like, if that's, yeah... It's a very good possibility that could happen someday. Yeah. I could see that happening. As reliant on social media as we are and electronics, can you imagine? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that scared me. Um, and the fact that it was just like they talk about this one group of, you know, that all the people that have gathered the, the one group, that new world order or whatever, they from all over the world it's not just like this terrorist group it's like many people um taking america down it's very scary i did however get to the end Mm -hmm. and sat there i watched this with gage i sat there and as soon as that song started to play i was like are you are you fucking kidding me and then Gage is like, well, hold on. You still got 10 minutes. Surely there's not 10 minutes not, of credits. It's all. It's all fucking then, credits. Yeah, credits. And then we just sat there looking at each other and we were like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, because you recommended that I watch it. Because I wanted somebody else to be equally as pissed off at I'm the end so as pissed. I was. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such a good. It's so. It's it not like amazing. So it's not that. an amazing. It just reels you in. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like it's literally just the middle finger like fuck you i stole two hours of your time and then you're like i can't fucking believe that that was so mad yeah yeah because really i hope that somebody else takes that idea and makes it a 10 times better movie because it could have been so much more but you know i sometimes feel like that about netflix shows that they have so much potential and it takes so long to get to okay this is what i'm invested in and because I had paused it a couple times and I was like, okay, with the amount of time left, there's just not much resolution. Like you're yeah. in the climax of it the whole time. And honestly, it was just like a session of edging at that point. The <laughs> ending. I was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I still recommend watching it because the whole like idea behind it, I think is a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Like everybody should watch it just because it's a lesson go buy your bottles of water damn it yeah maybe be the kevin bacon be the kevin bacon yeah honestly um yeah just but the ending i'm fair warning you that ending is shit the ending makes it almost you're fucking pissed that you wish you wouldn't have watched it so i hope that we did not convince you to watch it save your time no see i hope we did <laughs> I oh, you need I to watch it. Know if you did. Yeah. Um so that's all I got for you today. But um I did want to mention that in our show notes we're going to leave our email address in case you guys want to submit a request of something that you would like to hear about. Um or you can drop it in the comments on YouTube or um, Instagram or something like that. But mm-hmm. I think it would be good to get some interaction and maybe some ideas from other people, things Absolutely. that you guys want to hear. Yeah, let Ashley have somebody to talk to on the social media. Talk to me. Tell me your name. I don't know what you're saying. I I can't match that vibe anymore. I don't know. Oh, I was just. (laughs) (laughs) You were just matching my vibe. We's vibing. Just a vibing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Well, I think that wraps up today's episode. You can find us on Patreon, YouTube, and Spotify. Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. And Amazon Amazon Music. Be sure to uh, click subscribe or leave a five-star review on any of the uh, platforms that you listen on. Oh, and hit that notification bell so that you get alerted. For the next drop. The next episode. For the next episode. That's a Dr. Dre song, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever listened to Dr. Dre. What? Like, N- we're we're going to have to talk about this off mic. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week. And in the meantime... Stay strange, my friends. <laughs>